Hello, and welcome to Lunchtime Rants with Carmen and Lourdes. This is Carmen. And this is Lourdes. Today's show is going to be pretty awesome. It's just going to be one big barrel of embarrassment. Uh, it's our Guilty Pleasures episode, so Lourdes and I are going to talk about the things that we probably shouldn't say out loud, but YOLO. <laughs> I mean, I say all of these things out loud anyhow. Um, but I'm still a little bit guilty about them, just not enough to not share them with the internet. It's funny that you said that, because I was thinking the same thing when I was preparing for the show. I was like, these things are all things I've admitted to people, and I have no shame whatsoever. But to the masses, people would be like, wow, you shouldn't, you shouldn't spread the word about that. I just know that there's at least one person out there that agrees with me, and that gives me, that gives me solace. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to start our guilty pleasures with our man meat of the week. Woo! Yeah, because that's our favorite topic, and we have to talk about men. Um, I actually had a man meat of the week up until about five minutes ago, and I just changed it to, uh, this is terrible to admit out loud, but I have said it to people before, I am oddly attracted to Johnny Galecki <laughs> from The Big Bang Theory, but more importantly, from Roseanne. He bagged Kaylee Cuoco, now sweeting. So uh, while I don't personally see it, I do understand why such a fine lady as yourself would be attracted to him. Okay, the thing is that this started when I was really little. First of all, Sarah Gilbert, when I was little, like when I watched Roseanne before, we all knew she was a lesbian. Um, and she had like the most badass curly hair, because I had curly hair, so I loved anyone with it. I loved her, and I loved their relationship. I think his name was David on the show. I, I don't know. I grew up having like this weird alternative punk kid crush on him. And then Big Bang Theory, he bagged Kaylee Cuoco, so I'm thinking there's something going on there. And then on Elvis Duran one day, uh, he said, they were talking about like Daniel Radcliffe's small penis during that show he did. Oh, Equus? Right. So apparently Johnny Galecki did a show, and he comes out naked in Broadway, and he has a large penis, so I Googled it, and he does. So then I was like, wow, Johnny Galecki is working it. Well, now we know how he packs Katie <laughs> Cuoco now sweeting. <laughs> right, exactly. So when I watched The Big Bang Theory, the whole Penny and uh, uh, Leonard, the whole Penny and Leonard thing does things to me sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. I just admitted that. Well, at least your man meat of the week is someone that's a good actor that bagged another good actress. Mine is a little bit more shameful, but I'm going to go ahead and say it, obviously. My man meat of the week, um, in honor of his Comedy Central roast coming up, is Justin Bieber. <laughs> he got delightful looking, and those tattoos, I don't know. Except when he peed in that bucket, I have pretty much co-signed everything he's done. I don't know how, I can't get behind this because like after watching Kate McKinnon do an impression of him on SNL and they're identical, I, I subscribe to the idea that Justin Bieber is actually a lesbian and we've all been fooled. We have all been. I think that's why he is my man meat of the week because he doesn't take himself so seriously. And if we didn't have him and those ridiculous Calvin Klein underwear commercials, we would never have the beautiful parody of Kate McKinnon. What, what was she going to do? Just do Ellen all the time? No, she needed someone else. 
She also does, uh, I think she also does Shakira. So in her defense, she does Ellen and Shakira. <laughs> la, 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 la. That's like her favorite thing <laughs> to do. <laughs> but okay, fine. I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad looking kid. I'm just saying he looks more like a girl than a boy is all. I mean, I love him if for nothing else <laughs> because uh, the Miami Beach Police Department Twitter was hilarious when they arrested him. They threw all the shade. They're like, a mugshot? Oh, we'll, we'll give it to you. Oh, the police report? Oh, we'll give it to you. I have not seen so much transparency from a police department <laughs> than when that happened, and I loved it. And for that, I thank you, Justin Bieber, for being you. Big ups to Justin Bieber for providing us with hours of entertainment, for being a disgraceful human being. I will be watching the roast because I cannot wait to see what they do to the kid. <sighs> and, and Kevin Hart, obviously. Right, 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 right. Well, I mean, Jeff Ross also was like the roast master of all good things. So that's going to be pretty amazing. Um, I'm still a little bit in shock by the Justin Bieber thing. I think I'll be able to move on with it, but that's the point of this episode. There's no judgment. There's no judgment here. Well, actually, I have a pretty flawless transition okay. into my first guilty pleasure since we were talking about Justin Bieber's DUI arrest. So one of my guilty pleasures that a few of my good friends know about is creeping the Miami-Dade Clerk of Courts website for people's criminal and traffic records. In fact, I tried to look up Justin Bieber's and I don't remember if I was successful. I think I might have been with the traffic, but the criminal one was pretty much locked down or I just did it incorrectly. Also a possibility. Yeah, it's, it's funny because you mentioned this to me earlier and I've done the same thing and I thought I was the only one and felt super creepy about it. Like I've, I don't know if I've ever admitted to maybe more than one other person that I have done this to like people that I know. Cause like, you know, it's people that like you don't particularly enjoy in life you, you do it for two reasons. Either because you want to background check a dude that you just met. Right. Right. Or because you hate someone so much, you want to make sure they're continuing to fail at life. <laughs> and nothing brings me more joy than the pain of others. I, well, with the exception of that <laughs> last statement, I would co-sign what you said before. Background check a dude. Also, people you hate. But I just get a sick twisted pleasure out of looking up everyone. I've looked up family members, I've looked up friends that I do not hate, nor am I background checking for any particular reason. I even do it to celebrities whose criminal record is publicized on the internet, yet for some reason I love the, the Miami-Dade Clerk of Courts website, and I've taught other people how to use it in order for them to background check people. So really, is it a guilty pleasure or is it a public service? I, I'm towing a line here. You be the judge, audience. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go there with the public service announcement of checking public records. Although you should check if you think a guy is sketch. You should check in the public records. This will help you at the end of the day and save you a lot of heartache. I wish I'd known that when I was 19. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. I mean, it's true. I wish I would have had this resource a long time ago. But this just falls into my natural inclination to creep which is kind of another guilty pleasure to Facebook stock, which... I'm not saying it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm doing it right now as we record this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to blow up her spot, but to be fair, we all Facebook creep. I've, I've admitted to people, oh, hey, I was cyber stalking you, and FYI, I found this out. It's disgusting, but yeah. By the way, he's really cute. I'm just going to say. 
When I see people's like Instagrams, well, first of all, thank you. He is delightful looking. Um, and when I see people's Instagrams like are not public, I get irrationally upset. You? Oh no! I know it, mine was mine was private for a very long time, and then I was like, well, fuck it. I like have a podcast. I write for the internet. What the hell? People can see my ridiculous faces at like Blackbird, which is all you're gonna get. So I made it public, but before that. It was private, and I hated myself for it. Because, you know, we're all attention seekers at the end of the day. Why does anyone have an Instagram if not to show off? I have my reasons for having a private page. It's kind of partly like I don't want to share <sighs> pictures of certain family members or, like, if I have, like, an ex-boyfriend out in the world that I don't really care for him to know my business. Those things are the reasons. But I guess you're right, because if you Google search me, actually... <laughs> That's another thing I do. I Google search myself every once in a while. Oh, totally. Which is, which is totally stupid, because I know what I'm going to find, my own social media profiles. But I was actually, do, I did an image search. And for some reason, like scattered, I guess it's like pulling from my Pinterest feed. Between my pictures are like a bunch of Ian Summerhalder shirtless pictures when you Google me, which, uh, <laughs> which is my segue into one of my guilty pleasures, which is all things vampire anything. The good, the bad, the twilight. Like all, pretty much the good and the twilight. I'm sorry, you rambled for a hot minute because I had a comment about Ian Summerhalder, whose name I still can't pronounce, but you could be associated with worse. That's actually kind of badass that your name brings up shirtless pictures of someone hot. I fucking wish. You Google image me and you get another bitch named Lourdes Duarte that's a reporter in Chicago. But about the vampire thing, you have been very into that for a while. And when it was in, it was not a guilty pleasure. But now that it's kind of out. I, okay, I wouldn't say that it's out. Like, yes, the Twilight franchise is over. But and the True Blood's over. And True Blood's over. It just ended last year. But the, the Vampire Diaries is also still very successful. And if you'll recall, Interview the Vampire back in the 90s, the Anne Rice books. I'm not going to defend it overly. I realize that I am, but I don't think it's out. It will never be out. We will always be fascinated by them. What's worse about me liking the Vampire Diaries is the money I spent to go to a Vampire Diaries convention a year and a half ago. That, which I'm actually really <laughs> satisfied to say that I was not the oldest, creepiest person <laughs> at the Vampire Diaries conventions. Those are your people, Carvin. No, you're gonna, not. You're going to be that person eventually when another... Because think about it. Interview with the Vampire came out in what, 91? No, it was like 94 or something. Oh, okay. okay whatever. Early, early 90s vampires and those people that are now at these Vampire Diaries convention, let's say they were your age... You're going you're gonna to do the same thing. You're going to be that not no. creepy but sophisticated no. older woman. No, I am not going to be the fat gay man with, like, the purple hair <laughs> that says I love, uh, oh, shit, what was his name? It's the werewolf, damn it. He's not my favorite character. Oh. But the, oh, Tyler. Yeah, there was this big fat guy with purple hair, and his shirt said, I love Tyler. I won't be that big fat guy. I refuse. I've, I've made a promise to myself. Look, I paid lots of money. I met Ian Summerhalder. I gave him a kiss I shouldn't have given him because I got yelled at, hardcore. I did. They're like, no touching. And I was like, I'm going to give him a kiss because I paid 
I don't want to tell you how much I paid money for this, and then I ran out. You're like, is this Arrested Development? Yes, touching. I did pay enough for this. Yeah, what the fuck? fuck that, dude. Like, I, I've at least contributed to somebody's mortgage. Like, it's exactly. either either a cast member from The Vampire Diaries or a Backstreet Boy. I have paid for a mortgage. You could definitely like worse television programs, or not necessarily worse, but things that you may be again guilty of admitting. So. And, and I think for everyone that's reality TV, and we all have that one show that we just were ride or die for, and that show for me is these fucking real world road rules challenges on MTV. I, it doesn't matter who's on it, what the theme is, I will watch it. I, will, I, I might as well just watch Fear Factor. Is that still on? But no, I watch <gasps> these crazy people. <laughs> I loved Fear Factor, but mostly because of Joe Rogan. Like if Fear Factor came back and it was not Joe Rogan, I wouldn't watch it. When I found out Joe Rogan was a comedian, like a stand-up oh comedian, God, yes. it blew my mind. And then that fight with Carlos Mencia was my crack when it happened. You've never seen news radio? No. It, again, it blew my mind when I found out that Joe Rogan was a real actor and funny person. Yes! He is fantastic! But back to the road rules. <laughs> I didn't even know that show was still on. Because the last time I watched MTV, I think I was graduating from high school. They just have so many random iterations. Now they even have people that have never, first of all, road rules does not exist anymore. And then second of all, they have created ways for random people that have never even been on the real world to participate in these shows. So it's like, they're not even true to what they used to be. Again, I just like really physical challenges, watching people eat disgusting things and manipulation and backstabbing. That is what I consider a, a you know, a late night treat on a Tuesday. That's probably why I found myself watching a Total Divas Marathon more than once, <gasps> and not by myself either, by the way. My husband and I have sat through like two or three episodes and then looked at each other and said, why are we still watching this? But it's like, I wanna know what happens to Nikki and Brie. Like, I wanna know, are they gonna forgive each other? I want to know. Is she going to go back into Brie mode? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? No, is John Cena going to come out in the episode? That's all I watch it for. Yes. Are him and his jean shorts going to come out? That's really what I look forward to. And I totally agree with Total Divas. I don't think I've ever watched it by myself either, but I find myself asking a lot of questions. I was like, who's the girl with the red hair? Who's her husband? Who's that blonde girl's husband? He's also a wrestler. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Why does that guy have a nasty beard? Why is Brie with him? Oh, my God. When is John Cena coming out? Right. Well, it's fun because I actually have, like, a WWE correspondent sitting next to me all the time, which is Jay. And <laughs> so I'll look at him, and I'll be like, who's that? He's like, oh, he's not that big. Who's that? Oh, that's so-and-so. I'm like, perf. And he'll be like, oh, that's the daughter of the wrestler. Because a lot of these people are from, like, a wrestling dynasty. Like, the one we were talking about, the, the blonde-haired crazy one with oh, the flared nostrils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone told me that. Yeah, yeah. Married to TJ. Like, her dad was, like, an old-school wrestler, which is why she's built like a wrestler. Kind of like uh, Brooke Hogan. I feel like if you father was a wrestler you will be born built like a wrestler <laughs> okay but briefly to interject at least this woman had the sense to become a total diva instead of brooke hogan who tried to launch a music career and then she also wrestled by the way what yes i'm sorry the last i've seen of brooke hogan is when she was on a stripper pole in that random guy ocho performance and it wrestling what I'm not going to even comment on you being a Kyocho, but the point is, I saw her at Vizcaya, and she towered over my friend who was a UMK. <laughs> I did not go to Kyocho, Okay. but even if I did, I would not be ashamed of it. I just saw it online. I, she just, Carmen just gave me the worst stank face about Kyocho. I, I just gave her this, the face Sarah Jessica Parker gave Tom Hanks. <laughs> 
She was clearly looking at her phone or she was looking at his son who swears he's a rapper. Oh yeah, and I thought that the one that thought he was a rapper was Colin Hanks, so I was relieved that it was a different son. It's funny because <laughs> I sent an article to my friend today about old school baby names and how they should be brought back in, and one of them was Chester, and I call Westchester where I'm from the Chester, so I'm like, I would name my baby Chester in a hot minute, and then I was like, wait a minute, I think Tom Hanks named his kid that, and I couldn't remember if it was the fake rapper or the younger one, and so I looked him up, and it is, he has a song called The Thirst. <laughs> it's it's god-awful, but I will say that I listened to it more than once. <laughs> wow, we didn't even plan on that guilty pleasure coming out. I didn't even bother to listen to it. I just heard an interview of him talking like street hood. I think the kid was like homeschooled and obviously he's Tom Hanks' kid, so really? From like fucking what, Pasadena? Like get right, out of here. Right, 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 like he surfs all day or some bullshit like that. But anyway, um, <laughs> another about Sarah Jessica Parker's bitch face, although I'm a little mad at her if it was directed to Tom Hanks because I think he can do no wrong. I mean, he really can't, but Admitting that this Thirst song is something I listen to on repeat is not as bad as me admitting that I have lo listened to, air quotes, local Miami rappers' songs on SoundCloud on repeat. They're not good. I can't remember his name, but the guy that's like, better have my money when I come to collect. What? What's Stitches. Stitches. Yeah, we have a local Miami rapper named Stitches, and he has a, he has a gun tattooed around his mouth because that was a good decision. I put that brick in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. And the day that I fi that someone pointed out that brick in your face means a brick of cocaine and not a literal brick. Well, if you, ha if you were confused in the beginning of the song, in the middle of the song, he literally yells, I love selling blow. So any doubt has wow. been removed as to what kind of brick he is referring to. I definitely didn't hear that part. But I mean, don't feel bad about, about loving the, the Miami local rap songs because I still play on a loop and I cannot be the only one because this was good shit. 90s rap, namely Gangster's Paradise is <laughs> I think. Joy. I think 95% of the population likes Gangsta's Paradise. Even my uncle, who's like a staunch Republican, who I'm pretty sure does not like Gangsters or Paradise. I th he's like a, he's like Larry David. He is such a curmudgeon. He loves that song. So I think I think you're safe. But I I mix two guilty pleasures together: one Gangsters Paradise and two karaoke. So I will play an instrumental version of Gangsters Paradise because I know all the words, and I will rap in my car on the way to work like I am hard as fuck, which clearly I'm not. But I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer. In the chair, I miss the movie. I'm sorry, I get, I get very nostalgic about 90s rap. Uh, I also, oh, the other, <laughs> the other song that I absolutely can't get over and I think it'll be for the rest of my life is, is Puff Daddy's Mo Money Mo Problems. <laughs> and I always wave my arm side to side when he says, oh. when I have Rolex in the side. That video though <laughs> is awesome. The dancing, the flames, that spacecraft, the break with Biggie, like there's, I mean, you can't be ashamed of liking that song. That, that song's just a pleasure. I, I'm really happy that you feel that way too because that song comes on and I just can't. I can't. I, I can't. I can and I will. I <laughs> and I did. But since you mentioned the movie that Gangsta's paired, I mean, you didn't actually mention the name. Dangerous Minds? Yes. Okay. 
I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty random one. But I think my if we're gonna get into the topic of guilty pleasure movies, I would say anything by John Waters, Crybaby, Hairspray. Basically, I had a big Ricky Lake phase in my childhood. <laughs> Even her show, her talk show, I loved. But I just love the fucking theatrics of John Waters movies and how balls to the wall the characters go. Divine ate a piece of poop in Fl Pink Flamingo. Just straight yes, up. she did, and that's disgusting. That I don't happens. know. I don't know. I don't know if that's a. I mean, it's a guilty pleasure, I guess, but it's also like a cult phenom. John Waters movies. Yeah, I would agree with that because I could not watch another Johnny Depp movie after Crybaby for a while because I was like, I'm sorry. You tattooed an electric chair on your chest. Yeah. I can't mm -hmm. look at you as like this romantic lead in chocolates. Like, I can't. I'm sorry. I got over that real quick. <laughs> like, I was good. It's Johnny Depp. Well, my, my movie, Guilty Pleasure, is pretty much anything that will make me bawl my eyes out. Like, anything really sad, like the astronaut's wife. <laughs> Or like a walk to remember. A walk to remember, the notebook. Like sometimes I'll literally just watch the last 15 minutes of those movies because those are the parts that make you want to die. You remember that day? It was, it was on a lunchtime rant show where I talked about that Mandy Moore song that still makes me cry to this day from a walk to remember. Oh, <laughs> last time that no, one. No, 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 it says, I'll always remember yes. those late afternoons. And like I will listen to it. One of my guilty pleasures, period, is making myself cry. Cosign. Yeah. Whether it's music, oh I will play God. something just because I'm like, you know what? I want to fucking cry today. I'm insane, but I want to cry. No, I thought I was the only one. Yeah. Legit 100% cosign. I have YouTube the last six minutes of Six Feet Under <gasps> just to watch that montage and ball and then go to bed because I have given myself such a big headache from crying so hard. I feel like I just fell in love with you all over again because you watched Six Feet Under. I'm one of the few humans that watched Six Feet Under. I loved that show. And when Peter Krause died, it was the worst thing that Spoilers. ever happened. Spoilers. Oh, God. Oh, oh yes. yeah. You, it's you, been off for a long time. Yeah, it's been on, off for like 10 years. Yeah. You had time to catch up. But also, it's where I fell in love with Sia, because her Breathe Me is um, the oh. song that plays over that montage. Mm -hmm. And that's another guilty pleasure that coincides with the crying, which is listening to Sia music as I do oh. so. Oh, well. Actually, Breathe Me was one of those that used to make me cry, but it actually came from another soundtrack that I knew. If I'm not mistaken, it was like a movie called But I'm a Cheerleader. Is it like, it's like a, it's a movie, um, it's with Natasha Lyonne. And to Google. Yeah, it's, it's a movie with Natasha Lyonne from the 90s where she, her parents send her to a gay camp because she's like a cheerleader and they figure out she has gay tendencies. So they send her to a camp to like train the gay out of her. It's a comedy. It's very funny. But it's like, I had, a, oh, I had a thing for 90s lesbian movies. And that sounds weird when I say it, but the stories are quite compelling. Well, I don't see it in, but I'm a cheerleader. But if we're talking about lesbians, it was in Orange is the New Black. So oh, it was also in Orange is the New Black? Fantastic. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see it, but I'm a cheerleader. And Natasha Lyonne is also in Orange is the New Black. So you kind of, it's weird. you kind of, we're thinking about something. No, no, it's in it. That just matched something else. Oh, or I'm thinking of this other song. It's called like, yes, okay, you're right. I'm thinking of another song. I can't remember where Breathing's Fun. I know I used to listen to it all the time to make myself fall. But it's I just, I, as I'm looking at where it's been in the media, it's crazy how popular it is now. 
that little dancing girl really really put yeah, Tia yeah, back on did. the map. I, I know I'm late to the game as I usually am, like with the truffle butter thing that I texted you the other day. <laughs> like, I know truffle butter's been out for a while and I just told Lourdes that I looked at the definition and it's disgusting. Um, but I actually played Elastic Heart like four times in the car today, which I know, I'm behind, I'm behind. Mama, you are not behind. I played Elastic Heart from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. during a work day just to help me get through. That was the only song. <laughs> and then sometimes I would be like, you know what? I need to see Shia LaBeouf dancing to this, so I'd switch it over to the music video. Ooh, can I add another guilty pleasure? I'm kind of attracted to Shia LaBeouf these days, and I'm mad about it because I hate him. We've talked about this. We've talked about my dis disgust for him as a human, but he kind of... In that video, he doesn't look bad. No, he does not. He doesn't look bad. But it's endearing that he's dancing with a child. It's, I get what you're saying. It's this like Lolita-ish thing. I first called it creepy a few episodes ago, yeah. but upon further viewing, it's actually quite endearing. Okay, that's another guilty pleasure that I hadn't even thought of. I have, I've always, oh, well, it's a guilty pleasure slash fantasy, I guess, the whole older man, younger woman, Lolita-esque relationship. Like, I always dreamed I would have a teacher that I, that I could get down with, but like, you know, that never happened for whatever reason. But just anything to do with that older man, younger woman dynamic. Legal, legal older man, younger woman. Well, I don't know what you mean, legal. Legally, like, not underage child. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Well, like I mean, no, but I mean like 17 is still an adult in my mind. But like when I, you know, when I was like in high school. Well, not if you're in school. Palmetto Senior High School. Did you read that um, Do you know that that happened at Southwest before we went there? Girl, I'm just saying, 17 is not old enough in the eyes of the law. I, I agree know. with you. Okay, I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying as <laughs> when I was 17, I was like down to get down with an older man. It never actually happened, but I was down for it. it. Just didn't happen. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like a thing when you're a kid and you're like, oh, my teacher's so hot. I wanna like do things to him. I, I don't know. I think one of my gym teachers was cute, but I think my mind was so like. But it was not, it was not one of my, okay, for example. I'm having a hard <laughs> Saved time. Saved by the I'm bell, sorry. okay. Do you remember Saved by the Bell, the college years? <laughs> Please do not <laughs> talk about their, their yes. RA with no. the curly hair. No, no, not the RA. Kelly oh, dated yes, 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 Professor yes, yes. Lasky. Okay, but. Do you know what I'm talking but about? You just said something very important. They were in college. Thank you. Fine. Fine. But you get what I'm kind of. You I get what I'm saying. I get it. I get it. Okay, 100%. We'll, we'll say college. We'll say college. No, I'm not talking about children. God, Lourdes. We went from the sea of music video <laughs> to you making this statement. So I'm here like, this okay, is a Mary okay, Kay okay, Letourneau okay. situation no, waiting no, no, to happen. No, 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 I just like the older man, younger woman dynamic. As a woman, when I was younger, because now I'm getting to that age where I'm too old for people to want to like, like if an older guy was like, oh, I want a young wife, I'm already too old for that scenario. But I'm sorry. <laughs> No, you're not. There are plenty of handsome 60-year-olds like Harrison Ford. I'm sorry. Oh, Harrison oh no, Ford. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went before you said Harrison Ford. I take it back. I take it back. You better take it I back. I took it back. I took it back. Oh, my God. You know he's in his 70s? There you go. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. I took it back. 
Oh, I love you so much. Just a, just a brief aside, when his plane went down in California, the first thought I had was the Russians have won. That's, no. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought. I just couldn't take it. Like, when I heard about his plane crash, Robin Williams came to mind, and I was like, I can't lose another one. Like, I can't lose another actor that I absolutely adore and idolize. So I was really happy when he turned out okay. But I think like third time's a charm. Like the third time you crash a personal aircraft, you should probably stop flying. That's my personal opinion. You're 70. Also, if you've been in previous crashes, just he has. just call, call it quits. Call it quits, Harrison Ford. We love you too much to lose you. He has. Um, <laughs> moving on really quick. I just want to get all my guilty pleasures out there. I want to I wanna unload my dirty laundry like that uh, Mary Lambert song, Secrets. If you haven't heard it. Please do. Do it. She made me listen to it about a month ago, and I'm a convert. Yeah, basically, she, she like just spits out all the things that are wrong with her. And uh, I have to say that I love body image songs. Uh, TLC's Pretty, Unpretty. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. Colby Calais' Try. Any, anything body image related. Of course, All About That Bass is all up tempo and shit, but I like the ones that get a little bit more sincere. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Yeah. I, I was actually going to say all about that bass. I'm not going to get into this like feminist discussion about her latest video and how yeah. everyone had a problem with it because I saw nothing wrong. But I listened to her album, and it is my jam. <laughs> Megan Trainor. She has a song called 3 AM that's basically 3 AM for me every weekend. So hold on. I'm trying to, I'm trying to I actually, here's, here's what's even worse about me. I, no, I actually made a mix for, like, these songs on my Spotify. I'm not kidding. Like body image songs or cry songs or both? No, I actually just called it feel good. Like, feel good about you. I love that. That's actually a very, very, very good idea. And I'm glad you're admitting to it. But Carmen is making a face. I don't know why. It is scaring me. <laughs> she looks guilty about something. And I think that's just a natural end to this sixth episode of Lunchtime Rants with Carmen and Lourdes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just I got in my own head for a second there. Uh, but yeah, I think I think I I think the level of embarrassment that we've reached in this episode has 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 reached a high. I think we've reached a high. And we're gonna end it with our favorite thing to hear at the club. <laughs> Bye, y'all.